love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's flush the format. We can start here. This is The Fit Show. Yes. the format. Welcome to the weekend. It's the Fitch. Yeah. Oh, sexy girlfriend. You know, you, you make me feel so good inside. Well, thank you. I mean, I know it's Friday. I always wanted a girl just like you. Such a pure. Y'all ready for the weekend? Y'all don't seem like you're ready for the weekend. Where's the enthusiasm in this room right now? Come on. Where did you come from, In the format, welcome to Friday. Welcome to the weekend. Uh oh. Ooh, it's one of my favorites. I'm gonna break out some Rihanna right now. Talk for your badonka donk. It happens live. Chilling on a dirt road, laid back, swerving like I'm George Jones. Smoke growing out the window, and ice cold beer sitting in the console. Memory laid up in the headlights, it's got me reminiscing on the good times. I'm turning off a real life drive. Uh-oh. Where's Luda? Here comes Luda. <laughs> Luda, and I'm feeling like a million dollars. Stacked up all hundred dollar bills. Got a whole six pack on ice, but I'm riding on the hottest wheel. See back and I'm curving, swerving. With my pedal to the metal like I'm racing. Turn it up and let the speaker scream for Mr. Aldean, but I call him Jason. Reminiscing on the good times. Water balloons, super soakers. Wet t-shirts, women in bikinis. Kenny Rogers, penny loafers. Smoke blowing out the window. All my problems aside, just feel that summer breeze. Lay back, kick it, and enjoy the ride. I'm chilling on the dirt road, laid back, swerving like I'm George Jones. Smoke rolling out the window. <laughs> What'd you say, Drew? <laughs> Sail <Sarah. laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, the format has been flushed. Fits happens live. And now, and now. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? 
stories of the day. As always, if you have any what are you kidding me stories that you'd like to send me, because I mean, come on, if you're working right now, you're not really working. You're looking for what are you kidding me stories to send me. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Out of a very, very sad statistical study sliding into the DMs, right? Ooh. Close to half of all millennial women in America have, this is really sad, at some point in their lives received an unsolicited picture of a man's pork and beans. Oh, come on, guys. I have daughters, dudes. Come on. Sickos. You know what's funny is my, uh, my, <laughs> my wife was talking to some of her friends the other day. One of them just recently became single. And she said the second she announced on social media that people from out of nowhere, dude, she hasn't talked to in years, started sliding into those DMs like it was a, you know, like a buzzard flying around dead prey in a field. <laughs> what is wrong with us, guys? That is exactly what it is. Is that what it is? It is, it is very much like a buzzard. <laughs> The minute you hear a girl is single, somehow the word single equates with desperate and, you know, like going to jump at the first thing. And yeah, but why the guys? But also, here's the thing. You know, like for say, you know, the animal kingdom, like peacocks have like the big feathers that yeah. they show you. And yeah. majestic birds have the bird call in the feathers. Oh, we do that too. Yeah. But don't send us the pork and beans. Don't send that to us. We don't want to see that. Show us what you got in other ways with your your hair or your clothes or nice expensive things. Okay. Don't send the pics. Maybe a new profile picture, but not that pic. Right. Okay. So why do you guys think that the second somebody becomes single, that it's a good idea for them to send a woman their pork and beans? Because she's easy. If she's single, she must be ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she just got out of a relationship. I bet she's ready for another one. Right. Yep. But she's not ready <laughs> no, for that, is she? She's not no. ready yeah, for another she's one. Not In ready. Fact, it's opposite land. Yeah. yeah. Wait okay. wait a month and then circle. I'm okay. not sure these guys are looking to get her into a new relationship. They're oh, just looking to show her the business. Uh, if, if, and, and maybe it leads to something clear. a little shorter term. <laughs> yeah. Right. A little instantaneous. Shorter term is right. You know what? <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, you yeah. don't have to do laundry every night. Yeah. It's okay uh, to take no, that's nights not true. off no, of laundry. It's not. I disagree with that. Especially not- when you're married. It's important to keep it consistent. If you've seen these pictures that come oh, in, I see what you you're know what I'm talking yeah. about. And I by would. the way, that is not an invite to start sending them to me. Let's no. go to page two. What? what? Are you kidding me? I'll post this number on the page later. Uh, out of Ohio. <laughs> your home state, Claire. Oh, yeah. Out of Ohio, a shot in the dark. Uh-oh. This is crazy. An 18-year-old girl in Ohio came home from college to surprise her mom last Friday night. Kids, always a bad idea. Don't ever go into your house late at night trying to surprise people. Her mom was so surprised, she actually thought it was a burglar and oh. shot, shot her. Oh! Luckily, the doubter only got hit in the arm. Okay? Oh. She's going to be okay. Her boyfriend was with her and called 911 directly after it happened. This is the audio, uh, along with the police officer talking about how it all went down. Her just came home from college, and her mom didn't know, and she, like, honestly, she accidentally shot her, and we don't know what to do. The mother um, was startled by some noises she heard uh, in the kitchen or hallway area. She stated that, you know, the door, the bedroom door opened where she was at, and she had a gun readily available and, and, and fired around at somebody coming through the door. Mm-hmm. I feel so mm. bad for the boyfriend to have to make that mm. call. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad for the daughter who got shot in the arm. Yeah, I feel but bad you made for a the good mom. point. The girl oh, yeah. going to be killing her. Yes. But you made a good point. Let your parents know that you're going to be sneaking into the yes. house around Simple midnight. Simple text message coming in the house. Let everybody know that you're going to be yeah. sneaking into a house in the middle of the night. Come All on. right. There you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? 
Three stories of the day. This is The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. On Instagram right now. What's up? Follow Fitz on Instagram. Drew is here with Claire and Ryder the Youngin. Drew is actually a movie expert. I met Drew years ago, about 13-something years ago, in a hot tub. We were at a workout facility. None of us were working out. We were sitting in a hot tub. And for uh, some reason, um, I approached him, to, and we started talking about movies. And at that time, I was looking for a movie guy on the show. True story. And I'm like, oh, my God. We're sitting here in a hot tub, but you got to be my movie guy. And then the story began. Yep. So here we are now, ladies and gentlemen. It's Ticket or Skip It, movie number one. Well, here's another story that's carrying on and on and on, and that is the story of Pennywise, the clown, oh. the evil clown, in yes. It Chapter 2. Yes. It's the only movie this week. No one wants to face Pennywise. Uh, I'm hearing that, yeah, this is um, like this, along with all the talk of Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. Mm-hmm. But this one, from what I understand in a recent poll, came out as like the number one movie that people were waiting on. Yes, a lot of people. It uh, has always been a, a, a popular franchise. It's a Stephen King book. There was the 90s version of It with a bunch of stars in it. Uh, we saw the first one of this It franchise about a year ago, and now they're back. Now, remember, the It story has two parts. The beginning is when they're kids, and they fight Pennywise, and they sort of think they beat him. It's the little town of Derry, right? And, and Pennywise takes kids and drags them to wherever. So uh, it's a little small town. Yeah, a little oh, tiny town. Oh, man. This now is 27 years later. Yeah. The kids have spread around the country. They're off having their lives, but then a little phone call brings them back to Derry to face oh. what they fear most, which is Pennywise. Now, this is gory, bloody, crazy. They come back to take scary. on the clown? That's right, because Ooh. Pennywise is back, and so they're yeah. the ones. They've dedicated themselves. They've committed to each other. They will defeat Pennywise. Why the? I mean, so and let me guess. Pennywise, a clown, probably hasn't aged a bit, right? He's well, been Pennywise just Pennywise is out. actually a demon. He's disguised as a clown. Oh, but in the original, wasn't he like an alien? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I love this new take on it. Yeah, it, it's all. It's listen. It's good. Is, there is a scene in here that involves what they're claiming is forty-five thousand gallons of fake blood. They're saying it's a record. Now, some oh. people are disputing that, saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this other movie had fifty thousand gallons of fake blood." <laughs> forty-five thousand gallons in a scene. It's crazy. This Scarsgard guy who plays Pennywise. The thing he does with his eyes, where his eyeballs go opposite directions, not CGI. That it's is really an actual him? skill yeah. that actor has. Yes. No, that's weird. So it maybe is he so does scary. really possess a demon. Yes. Is, well, or it, he just has weird eyes. In relation to the dude from True Blood, yes. Alexander Skarsgård. Yep, yes. that's his little yeah. brother. It's his little brother. He's yeah. the youngest Skarsgård. There are three the, or four Skarsgård brother actors. Yeah. He's the youngest. But the funny thing is, he's also the ugly. <laughs> well, he's <laughs> got those other, eyes. He's the ugliest the Skarsgård. All the other Skarsgårds are like considered super handsome, and this guy's just kind of, oh, that's that's the other one. My wife, Bethany, the mouth from the South, has a huge huge crush on Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood. Oh, yeah. he's and so, so wonderful. You're going to freak out, Claire. <laughs> yeah, big little eyes. No, oh. do you know, Ooh, well, my great-grandfather is like Alexander Skarsgård twin, <gasps> his twin. Really? I cannot wait to show you a picture of my great-grandpa. I'm going to post it, yeah. Because you're a Viking. I'm a straight-up Viking. Yeah. Anyway, Drew, I know that has nothing wow. to do with the movie. Somehow we start talking about the ugly scars guard. Can mm-hmm. I, with all this talk about yeah. it and the movie and all this stuff, can I just, I just want to speak up for everyone who I know is like me who hates clowns. Yes. And I want nothing to do with this movie. I won't, I'm not even going to go to a theater where it's playing because I don't want to see that poster. Yes. Yeah. For right. me, it's That's kind all of I the, wanted to say. <laughs> and for me, it's like, I, I have a problem with just scary movies in general. Yeah. First of all, it's beginning of back to school or what, but... I don't know. Scare. I know it definitely has its audience, right? But oh, yeah. they really just do nothing for me personally. You know what I mean? I know some people really live for the scary stuff. There's a difference between just like schlocky scary movies yeah. and well-made 
suspense movies, and this is the latter. This, this is a well-made suspense movie. Yeah. It's a Stephen King story. Wow. It's, a, it's a great story. It's a huge, big story. That's why it takes two big movies and spans 27 years. Yes. Okay, name it this movie. It, Chapter 2. Ticket or skip it? Ticket. All right, you get one pick of the week. Obviously, that's it. That's it. Find Drew on his Instagram, and you can follow him at... Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies... Always do Drew. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. So with only 23% of Americans reporting that they are very confident that they're going to have enough money for retirement, a report has just been released on 2019's best and worst places to retire. Oh. So to help Americans plan for a comfortable retirement without breaking the bank, um, uh, WalletHub compared more than 180 U.S. cities uh, across 46 key measures of affordability, you know, like quality of life, health care, stuff like that. Number one place to live, according to, you know, our number one place to have the best retirement in the country. Where would you say? Denver, Colorado. Is it Denver? It is not Drew. Claire. Hilton Head, South Carolina. It is not Hilton Head, South Carolina. Not even close, Claire. Actually, kind of close. <laughs> you did okay on that one. What about you, Ryder the Youngin? Well, if I was going to re- retire now, I-, I would want to be near Disneyland. So, California? Interesting. Incorrect, Ryder. Oh, How dare you? This dang. one's kind of surprising to me. I'll tell you why in a moment. Number five was Miami, Florida. Right. That's surprising because of the humidity. Well, yeah, and Miami's kidding. incredibly expensive. Yeah. Is it really expensive? Yeah, super, yeah, super expensive. Super bad. And again, so humid. Yeah. Number four, you said where? Hilton Head, South I Carolina? I Hilton Head, yeah. Charleston, South Carolina, number four. Lovely, lovely place Tell me to about retire. Charleston. It's absolutely beautiful. A little bit pricier. Never um, been there. But you've never been there? Never. Oh, it's magnificent. Wow. Beautiful community. Uh, everything you could possibly Humid? want to do there. Humid is all get out. <laughs> That's better than Miami, but not by much. <laughs> number three was Scottsdale, Arizona. Good dry heat there. Number two, Tampa, Florida. More humidity. And yep. the number one city to retire, number one, Orlando, Florida. Wow. Really? Wow. Again, Disney is a plus. Isn't it a little pricey there? Plus humid? I don't think Very Orlando's humid. that expensive. It's not that expensive? No. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Well, this is uh, this might be an award for the biggest DA of the year. And, and the first word is dumb. That's what the D is. You can figure <laughs> out what the A is. Yeah. But a wannabe rapper, an up-and-coming, I guess, wannabe rapper, uh, hit the stage uh, last month in L.A., and he put on a set that had everyone nervous. He's a 27-year-old guy. He was up there rapping about how he killed his girlfriend. You know, rappers say this sort of stuff, but something about this guy made the audience nervous. And they were right to be because just hours after the performance, the police arrested him for murdering his girlfriend. And here's the thing. So they were already on to him. They were following him. They were looking for him. But after they arrested him, they found the recorded performance of him on stage. And everything he said, the police are now saying it's all admissible in court. It is a confession. He gave details of the murder in his performance. Mm. Wow. All right, Claire, choose your news. Well, with Hurricane Dorian now bearing down on North Carolina's Outer Banks, people are worried about these majestic, beautiful wild horses that live there called the Colonial Spanish Mustangs. They've been there for hundreds of years. And people are like, who's going to evacuate the horses? But there's a rescue group that has a farm that specifically manages manages the horses and says they don't have to be evacuated. These horses have been there for 500 years instinctively handling hurricanes. They feel the pressure change, so the horses have already bugged out long before the people are smart enough to do it. And here's what they do, and I quote, 
They gather under sturdy live oak trees. They huddle up with their butts to the wind. (laughs) (laughs) We can all take a note from the horses. That's right. Isn't that a song? (laughs) Butts to the wind. You know, we don't think about that. Animals have been there and done that. Yes, they have. They've seen their share of hurricanes. Yep. That's amazing. All right, right of the youngin, choose your news. Well, I think you guys are going to get a kick out of this one. A Minnesota church, I don't want to say which one because I don't want to upset anyone, but they put out these pamphlets every service before church, and usually it's a pamphlet with some hymns and like explaining what they're going to be going over. Well, Bible verses. Yeah, that, yeah, that Sunday they decided to put some pictures of Jesus Christ on there. Okay. Except one picture did not belong. It was Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Star Wars franchise. Oh, Ewan McGregor or uh, Ewan the McGregor? They realized it a little too late. Is this a mistake or a prank? It was a mistake. Did I ever tell guy, you? Dude, I can't, was I can't believe you brought up this story. About five years ago, I got that same picture of Obi, uh, the young Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. At Christmas, I put it up at my mom's house. Three years later, it, it, three years went by. Then we had to point it out to her. The whole time she thought it was a picture of Jesus. <laughs> Mama Fitz, I kid you not. You should just that sit her, same picture. You should sit her down sometime and just watch like the Clone Wars and see if she notices. Yeah, I can't imagine. Jesus, such a good lightsaber fighter. I had no idea he could hold a lightsaber. Well, see, that's the power of Crash right there when yeah, you can make well, yes, things fly is. across the room. That's you right. Force, Jesus. That's right. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. If you're going to order like a DNA kit, make sure that you are ready to hear all of the possible results where's my mystery music so this woman recently uh she just shared a story with the podcast about the downside of dna testing kits uh she bought some of these dna testing kits on her husband's birthday but the results told her something that shocked her the results showed what, Drew? Guess in the back of the room. Oh, I see you excited, Drew. That they are siblings. Okay. Claire. That what the did, milkman yeah. is their father. Okay, very good. <laughs> very good. No, that's thinking outside of the box. The milk that's box. Amazing. Or the milk box. <laughs> right or the youngin? I don't know how I'm going to beat that. Uh, they were long-distance cousins. Way to ruin the bit, right or the youngin? Were they cousins? They were cousins! Yes! Uh-oh. They I were. Guess something. They yeah, were. This is Alabama. That's okay. They were first cousins. Ooh, oh, no, that's, too close. that's not okay. <laughs> they were first cousins. They have a two-year-old daughter together, and uh, she says the results have really wound up quote poisoning her marriage. They're first cousins on the paternal side, so the DNA test is basically saying that the guy's father cheated on the guy's mother. Right. Oh, oh. That's the problem. Yeah. And the woman says, "quote His parents have been married for thirty years. He will not talk about this to me." We are sleeping in separate rooms, and it's starting to affect our son. Um, basically, the, the counseling they received said, well, then don't get the DNA test if you are not willing to accept what you might find out. There are so many secrets being unveiled when it comes to this DNA stuff. Um, my, my beautiful wife, Bethany's granny, just passed away, and when we went to the funeral, there was this lady there who just found out that she had like four sisters that she had no idea existed. She found this out because of 23 and Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened yeah. in, in uh, my family. My my sisters uh, in the in-laws side, they found a, a long lost brother that was the result of their father's uh, extracurricular activities. And they've embraced him. <laughs> they, they've actually all gotten along really well. They're all right. adults. They're all you know grown ups. But I mean, hey, that's shocking. Still, I mean, regardless, your family. Well, yeah. So why not try to work it out? 
Yeah. Yeah. My sister actually solved a 100-year-old mystery using DNA. Uh, she's been doing the family research and the ancestry and, and the. Oh, was this the one about that your your grandfather yeah. was like the first person to ride the wagon over the state of Washington or something? Yeah, close. You're almost there. Uh, but somewhere along those lines, <laughs> yeah, like a hundred years ago, there was a child born to a family. The husband claimed it wasn't his. Took the child away from the mother. <gasps> wow. Put it up for adoption and went to his grave saying that wasn't my kid. And she went to her grave saying that was your kid. I never was unfaithful to you. They divorced moved on <gasps> that woman's family that child turned grew up a woman had a family had yeah. kids grandkids they've yeah. been looking for the answer 23 me solved it my sister oh. found the connection and she is in fact our something or other aunt great 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 aunt wow. or something. but it all came together and was solved and all they had to do so, was pay 29.99 that is right yeah right at the young and go ahead so what you're saying is is like that that was her dad yes got you that's insane do we have a new bit called Destination DNA? Yes. <gasps> DNA Destiny. Uh, yeah. What did you find out? Maybe send us a message at facebook.com slash follow fits. I'd love to sort of expand on this a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You know? Maybe not on today's show, but is I wanted to share that story with you about yeah. these are coming out every day by the hundreds. Mm-hmm. DNA. Different named answer. Mm-hmm. Different mm. known answer. No, mm-hmm. that's okay. All right, I'll think about Don't it. Don't DNR the DNA. <laughs> the reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, welcome to Friday. We're getting ready for the gossip. The Fitz Files. On the way, Claire, what's it looking like? Are Aunt Becky and Uncle Massimo headed for divorce? Oh. Tell you why her friends think she needs to throw him under the bus. <laughs> See all the friends getting involved. Mm-hmm. All right. Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. will not be buying flavored e-cigs in Michigan. It has become the first state to ban them altogether. Actress Sofia Vergara. Oh. What about Sofia Vergara and e-cigs? Well, she's in trouble for some comments. She may, we'll maybe Uh-oh. talk about that. I don't uh, know. Maybe we won't. Uh, Yes, the state of Michigan took a big step this week. On Wednesday, they banned the sale of flavored e-cigarettes. So uh, the governor, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, she said that this, she's just, she's done with this. And she feels 100% like these were designed to lure children into smoking these e-cigarettes. And of course, we've, we've seen so much health concern right now. Literally hundreds of people across the nation have been sickened, have gotten lung infections. Two of them serious enough to cause deaths recently from using vaping. And the only thing that, that uh, the doctors know right now is that all these people were vaping. That's the one link, but they don't exactly mm. know the cause of the illness. But this goes back to something else. This is uh, back in the days when like, they were taking Joe Camel off packets. They said <laughs> right. cartoons were attracting kids and, and some other things. Remember the photos of the, you know, a doctor... Doctor's choice of cigarettes, right. camels, and it's got a doctor with his stethoscope, and he's yeah. sitting there, yeah. you know, nine with, out with ten a, doctors smoke Ridgefields, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> Nurse, get down and give me a couple of packs of Marlboros immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Well, they're, they're, uh, what they're alleging here, and, and they're probably right, is that uh, flavors like bubble gum and Fruit Loops would Shit. hook young kids. No in. doubt, and those were the kind Fruit of flavors Loops. they were selling, right? So, no longer in Michigan, and I expect we will see other sa- states follow suit. Shortly. I swear, when I go by high schools today, you know, or even middle schools for that matter, it's like you're, you see all these little cumulus clouds, these kids, and these little puff clouds all around them because they're all vaping. Right. You think it looks cool. They think it looks cool or oh, something. It's like, just awful. Yeah. 
yeah, just the idea. I mean, whether it's bacterial or whatever it is that's causing people to be sick, mm-hmm. just it's stupid. Don't do it. It's not worth it. All right, there you go. The Friday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the fist files. Oh, my people say that Lori Laughlin and her husband, Massimo Giannulli, are on the rocks ever since the whole college admission scandal thing happened. Here's what happened. Friends say Lori wanted to take a plea deal like the day it all happened back in April and just move past the whole thing. But Massimo said no. He said they need to fight it. Otherwise, it would ruin both their careers, which is happening now anyway. But here's the best thing. Recently, they had this fight over whether they should take a private jet to their most recent hearing. Lori said that's a bad look. They're coming at us because we're privileged and we want to take a private private jet to court but Massimo said no we can't fly coach it'll be a zoo and he won and now our friends are like dump him he's killing your case did Prince Harry pick him up on the private jet <laughs> that, or- <laughs> that was Elton John's jet so no oh no did, have you not seen the past like uh, oh, 17 no, trips they've been taking oh I know they've been taking private a lot jet. of trips on the jets but yeah. you know what I mean yeah. come on it's Harry and and and, 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 yes, and yeah. they do need a lot of security, and it yeah. would be crazy for them to fly commercially all the time. I agree. Plus, remember, they're on the the uh, public dollar. So if their yeah. security team flies on a commercial airline, that's a lot of money. Whereas sure. if somebody loans them a jet, yeah. you know, that's cheaper for the for the peeps. Yeah. Uh, speaking of transportation, we have more details on the Kevin Hart car accident. Grizzly looking, uh, car, the results of the car when it flipped over. A friend of his was driving way in the Hollywood Hills there. Uh, the 911 audio call, some the woman first on the scene said Kevin was not coherent, can't move, and messed up in his back. But the thing is, he was able to stand up and walk away when his security got there. This thing was right around his house. The 911 call, she actually said that there is something sticking out of his back. Exactly. Mm. And, and we know he had surgery right afterwards. And, and listen, uh, remember yesterday, I was like, something is not right about this. Something seems really, really well, shady about this. She sounds pretty... I mean, I know she was in a wreck. Right. I mean, but... I don't know. There were reports of them earlier in the day, hot rotting around, right. bunch of craziness. They, police say they weren't drinking. Yeah, police I, say the guy okay. is not drunk. They're not releasing anything yeah. about his condition. The driver, mm-hmm. he is in bad, bad, bad shape because mm-hmm. they're not. They're, they're not even talking about what happened. Yeah, that to him. car was. They're just up. saying. I don't know how his condition, but he will be cited for some kind of reckless driving or, or yeah, whatever he's doing. I don't see anything shady here. This well, It's very easy to lose control in those hills, and especially right. when you're driving something that's extremely high-powered but and doesn't necessarily Here's handle. what's shady. When your private security picks you up and takes you home instead of an ambulance. I'm sorry. If I'm in a wreck and there's some piece of car metal sticking that's in what my I'm back, saying. I'm waiting for an EMT, yeah. not that's bumping what, the security guard. That's what's making me think that there's some other stuff involved yeah. here. I, I, you, right. call, you call you don't call your security to come help you to, to hide right. stuff. You call 911. Exactly. But these guys have these handlers, these security people that do everything for them. That yeah. is your first number you call for anything. That might be the mindset he's in. What's that, what's that, uh, that show? Is it on Netflix? Ray Donovan? Ray Donovan. Right. The Fixer? The come, Fixer. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Right. Something's going on. Right. Well, acapella group Home Free, we love them. Uh, they were on. Was it America's Got Talent? What was the one that they that they did? I, all of a sudden, I can't remember. Oh gosh, they, they, they did chicken fry. They've oh, done so many amazing fantastic. songs. We had Lobby Lounge with them up at the Hard Rock a couple weeks ago. Fantastic. They were on uh, today with Hoda and, Je- uh, and Jenna, and they did a cover of Florida Georgia Line's "Cruise." This is awesome. Baby, you a song you make me wanna roll my windows down and cruise down the back row, blowing stop signs through the middle, every little fun town with you. I remember, 
That's got to do an old song. The yeah. sounds, right? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah boom, Completely a cappella, right? Completely a cappella. Yeah. Love those guys. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Welcome to Playlist Profiling. Can we decode everything about your life and learn everything about you based off of three songs from your personal playlist? Our mystery caller is on hold right now. And we do not know anything about our mystery caller. We do not know their gender, their age. We don't know what they drive. But we're going to try to guess all that stuff. We're going to try to guess their profession. Are they single or married? And how many kids? Again, as you hear the three songs from this personal playlist we're going to try to figure out the gender their age what they drive their profession are they single or married and how many kids everybody grab something to take notes with legal pad pen phone finger all you need is a finger to take notes at the very end we're going to uh, figure out and, and compare who actually came closest to profiling our mystery caller number one song number one fleetwood mac go your own way great All right, song, song number two, Brad Paisley, crushing it. All right, it's playlist profiling. Song number three, Post Malone, I Fall Apart. All right, uh, send us your profiles right now. What do you think? We're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession. Are they single or married? And how many kids? Let's take a couple of seconds uh, real quick. Uh, my name is Fitz. I think this is definitely a male. You know, when I'm hearing the Fleetwood Mac go your own way, obviously the Brad Paisley. But the Post Malone, like, like um, I think this, th- this dude is like my age, 39 plus 2 or whatever. Because, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I think Post Malone is like, that's a dude for us. Yeah. That's a dude who represents me. For your 39 plus two year olds? 39 plus two year olds, <laughs> yeah. Got you. Yeah. Post Malone, like 23. Yeah. Yeah, he's younger than me. <laughs> but he's from Dallas, so okay. he's, a, he's, a, he's a, you know, good old Texas You know Texas an awful boy. lot about Post Malone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do. I, I I connect to him for some reason. Um, <laughs> I think this individual is is 41. I think he's 39 plus two. I think this individual drives like a Toyota Land Cruiser. Is definitely in sales. He's married with two children. Drew, what say you? Okay, I also think it's a man. I think he's closer to my age. I think he's forty three. Uh, you know, the, the Go Your Own Way, the Fleetwood Mac. That's like the the sounds soundtrack of my growing up. But then the Post Malone shows that he's still with it because he's single, right? He's still out there mixing it up, going to places that play music. Uh, he drives an Audi. He's somewhere in building maintenance. I'm not exactly sure what, but I just feel that this, this guy's guy definitely not building. building maintenance. No, he's absolutely in sales. He's single <laughs> with one kid. Okay. You're saying he's in building maintenance and he's driving an Audi? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. 
doesn't have to be a new Audi. All right. <laughs> Claire, what say you? Uh, I think this is a woman. Uh, she uh, is her own woman. She is an executive assistant to someone somewhere at Amazon. Uh, I think she's a little older. I think she's 44 because of the Fleetwood Mac. I'm with you, Drew, on that. that that's a great old jam. Um, but also with the Post Malone, I think that she's got two kids and they keep her hip. She is currently single. And Fitz, you are not going to believe this. I also have her driving a Toyota Land Cruiser. That's weird. Isn't that <laughs> weird? And if it turns out to be that car... Boom. Yeah, that's really that's, weird. We are, that's, both, that's amazing that we both said that. Right at the youngin'. Go ahead, your profile. All right, I went full detective mode with this. I came up with a whole backstory. I believe it's a male. I think he's 20 years old. I think he's fresh into college, kind of middle of it. Mm. Drives a Ford Explorer. And I think his profession is that he's a college student, and he works as a line cook somewhere. He's single, and he's got no kids. All right, our mystery caller is on hold right now. Stand by for the big reveal. Fitz happens live. Real funny. Touch my radio, no. The Fit Show. We are back with playlist profiling, the big reveal. And if you're just tuning in, we have a mystery caller on the phone. We don't know anything about this mystery caller. All we know are three songs from their personal playlist. So based off of these three songs, we're going to try to guess everything about them. All right, uh, the songs one more time in case you're still trying to figure out. We've all been waiting for the big reveal. Mystery caller, are you a male or a female? I'm a male. Yes! 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 I knew it, buddy. We move on. Mystery caller, how old are you? Freshly 19 years old. Oh Oh my goodness! Dang! You punk! Ryder, you are getting the point. Dang. What do you know about Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. <laughs> what do you know oh, about Brad I Paisley? saw them in concert. I saw them in concert. Oh, you saw Fleetwood right. Mac in concert? Wow. I did. What do you drive? A Dodge Dakota. Okay. Interesting. Right. Interesting. I'm trying to figure out uh, uh, who you are as an individual. You're really making me worry about you right now. Okay. <laughs> Tell me what you do for a living, your profession. I'm a truck driver. Wow. Wow. My second choice was going to be driver. I should have gone with it. Always trust your instinct, Drew. Yeah, you're right. Are you single or married? I am single. And yes. do, you have, do you have any children? I do not. Okay. Ooh, wow. Man, we got fooled. We got really fooled on this. <laughs> we really did. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to take a couple of seconds. Drew is going to do his calculations and tabulations. We're going to figure out who came closest to profiling our mystery caller. He's singing with the music. Uh, And look at these text messages coming in right now. Wow. Uh, Drew, what's it looking like? Well, when you said we got fooled, you were correct. You and Claire did get fooled. (laughs) You each had one point. Fits for him being male. Claire for him being single. I didn't fare much better. All I have was that he was a single male. I got two points, but Ryder, Detective Ryder over here, knows this guy inside now because... Four points. I gave you the age at 20 because you were so close. Male, 20, single, no kids. Ryder knows who we're dealing with. Ryder gets four <laughs> points and the win. That's because I know this guy. 
No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's my brother. Are you trying to cheat playlist profiling right now? I would Don't never. Don't let us find out about that. I would spoil the not. sanctity of this game. I would never cheat on okay. playlist profiling and let right. you guys and, find out about it. And, and does it feel weird to be profiled? Um, it does. really weird. <laughs> <laughs> this happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Yeah, we do the good stuff every day on the show because good feels good. First of all, it's Friday. And as always, if you have something good going on in your world, it could be something big. It could be something small. But if it's good, message me right now. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Today, folks, on this Friday is a story about an amazing fearless female. There is a company that has begun production of Green Army Women Little Toys because a little girl who's six years old decided to write the company and say, why aren't there Green Army Women Little Toy Soldiers? Yeah. What's up with that? Well, uh, check this out. Talking about modern combat soldiers, they've got a lot of heavy protective gear. You shrink that down to two inches, getting kind of hard to tell gender at that point. And so I kind of went another route where we kind of expand the pop culture universe of plastic army men to include women. Maybe, you know, having a set of plastic army women will help some kids somewhere be the hero of their own story at playtime. And I'll tell you what. Awesome. I mean, I've seen a lot of, you know, women in uniform. They, many of them would, could kick my butt in a New York minute. You know, they're petrifying and they're strong and they deserve to have their own. Isn't that amazing what this little girl did, though? Yeah, She wrote insane. them a letter and they responded. She wrote, wrote awesome. the entire letter, yeah. She woke up the toy company. Yeah. She was, uh, she's six years old. She was from Arkansas named Vivian Lord. Sent this letter. She actually sent it to many toy companies. But anyway, um, this particular company in Scranton, Dunder uh, Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> I was going to say, wait. Sorry? A subsidiary of Dunder yeah, Mifflin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, there's a possibility that these little army women toys are going to be on shelves by Christmas. So that's, that's awesome. really, really cool. So cool. Yeah. That's cool. There you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. F-I-T with a Z. Fitz happens. Welcome to Makeup or Breakup. So we need you to play therapist right now. We're going to need a couple of five-minute heroes. Should they make up or break up? I want to welcome to the show Sarah right now. Hello, Sarah. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, Sarah. Unlove. <laughs> that's actually Oh Sherry, but that's okay. Oh Sherry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There's other Sarah songs. We'll get to them yeah. later. Sarah smiles, that kind of thing. Right. S- uh, Sarah, uh, first of all, thank you so much for the message I received at facebook.com slash follow fits about the situation uh, with your boyfriend, Dylan. So, I mean, what I gathered from your message, Sarah, you say that basically your man needs to apply himself and you think he's lazy and just you're, you're kind of disappointed in his missed potential. Can you elaborate on that? What do you mean by that? How is your boyfriend lazy? I mean, I just think he needs to get out there and get a real job. Well, what does he do right now, if you don't mind me asking? Um, he's a plumber's apprentice. Uh, so, apprentice. wait a second, Drew. What exactly does a plumber's uh, apprentice do well, if you're in the apprentice program? You're on your way up uh, to be a plumber. Like, uh, I'm assuming he's fairly new to it, right? Yeah, uh, I don't really know. He doesn't talk to talk about work to me very much because it kind of grosses me out. Well, I mean, you know what's really interesting? You said he needs to apply himself, and you, you told me in your message that you think he's lazy. 
I mean, I could tell you if he's a plumber's apprentice, that job ain't easy. There's nothing lazy about that about that job at all. Lazy might not be the right word, but more of applying himself to be better than what he is now. What would you say is so disgusting about it? Like when he comes home, you're saying he's disgusting? Absolutely. Hmm. Well, what else? I mean, if he's making money and if he comes home a little dirty, you're saying you kind of have a, a problem with that. I mean, I'm happy that he's bringing home the check he does every month, you know, to help us survive. But I also feel that he could do a lot more and he's super smart. And when he puts his mind to anything, he's the best at it. Well, you, what's, you, yeah. yeah, what what would be what do you see him doing that he would be better at? Yeah. He could do anything in the computer science world. He could become an IT engineer. He's got his associates. But you also know in, in some of those blue-collar jobs, like, you know, one of my favorite people in the world, this guy named Mike Rowe, right? Yeah. Mike Rowe talks about, you know, he was the host on Dirty Jobs. Right. There are so many jobs, uh, you know, blue-collar jobs, whether it's construction, plumbing, uh, welding, apprenticeship programs, electrician, that pays crazy money. I mean, do you, do you, are you familiar with, the, I don't know, the job potential that, that he has after he gets done with his apprenticeship? I mean, I think I could become more familiar with it. I feel that he doesn't share these things with me, but I also think that he's going to get tired of this job and he's going to want to be in a place that he can be in for a very long time. So obviously the job situation is causing some drama in their relationship. Stand by, because in minutes, we're going to get Dylan on the phone. Dylan uh, is Sarah's boyfriend. He's been listening to this. We're going to get his take and find out what the whole problem is in this relationship. Hang tight. This is The Fit Show. It happens live. Welcome back to Make Up or Break Up, right in the middle of it, actually. And it's really simple. You get to decide a couple's fate. Should they make up or break up? Sarah was telling me that her boyfriend, Dylan, needs to apply himself. She thinks he's lazy. She doesn't like the fact he's a plumber's apprentice. She doesn't like the fact that he's dirty when he comes home. Dylan, welcome to Make Up or Break Up. What are you... What are your thoughts on kind of what you've been hearing the past few minutes? Um, I mean, you guys all have a lot of opinions, but I, I would like to stick up for my trade that I'm working incredibly hard, hard for. And, you know, I can pull six figures once I'm done in seven months, and that's something. I mean, I know right now I'm not clearing that, but I'm learning to trade. And, you know, there's a very – there's a code kind of to becoming a plumber, and I'm, I can support a family, buy a house, and guess what? People need plumbers. Uh, I don't think our trade is valued enough because people don't know that we are very much in demand and will always pretty much be in demand. It's an essential. Yeah, that's interesting. She essential. said something about yeah. like a job yeah. you get a future in. I don't think plumbing's going away. It's never going away. Right. People are going to be crapping yeah. their entire life. Pipe break and hot water heaters blow out and right. all that stuff. That that happens no matter what. I, I, I get it's a dirty job, but I I clean up and shower and I don't know. I guess if if I still. I'm not clean enough. I know, well, you know, high standards, but I, I've been saying it there. Like, then choose my choose a soap that smells good, and I'll douse myself in that. I don't know. I think <laughs> but I obviously, don't smell like my customers' accidents and disasters. So. But obviously, does it make you feel bad that your girlfriend doesn't really approve of what you're doing or what you're trying to do for your future? I mean, that's got to be yeah, working so, on you. I mean, a little bit. I would say she kind of, yeah, other people too. Aside in general, doesn't really. They don't value a plumber until their house is flooded or their (laughs) sink is clogged or their toilet exploded. And then they, they, you know, we come and rescue. We save save their lives. So plus, you know, after like 
being in all sorts of crouching and in painful positions and, and it, it doesn't feel good to like, have that after a long day and I just want to relax and I'm, I'm doing my share and you know so find even the smallest detail if my nails aren't scrubbed or whatever and it's just like hi I'm, I'm a person here. Yeah, I mean, he talks about how he's getting crapped on and how his day sucks and he's bending down in all these positions. So my thought is, why wouldn't you want to change that? I mean, I don't, I guess you don't value my work and I find, I like it. I find it interesting. It's a problem solving. It's, my grandfather was a plumber. So, you know, I have that background and I think it's honorable work and it, it pays fantastically, six figures easily. So I don't know. And I guess maybe you just don't understand be- or value it or. I mean, do you think you'll be doing this for the rest of your life? Wow. Okay. I mean, it's part of who I am. I put a lot of good work and it feels like you're rejecting that, and that's a big part of who I am and what I do. It's so hard for me to talk to my friends that have, you know, their husbands are working at all these cool places, and I have to talk about how you are a plumber. How do you think that is? That's shallow BS. So you're embarrassed by me and who I am and what I do? As a class thing or something? That is straight up. Hello. All right, listen. Um, a lot of calls, a lot of text messages coming in. Should they make up or break up? And as always, hey, listen, we're going to take this off the air for a second, and we're going to pass our number to our therapist. Uh, we, we would love to send you there to see if you can maybe work this out. Uh, and you're, you're probably going to want to turn up your radios a little bit, too. A lot of people are wanting to chime in on this. Dylan, I could tell you they're saying they're saying our, our text messages are saying run for the hills. But Sarah, how does that make you feel that our, our listeners right now are just hearing the situation? They're saying that Dylan should leave you. I mean, I think that I just want to have a better future for me and my husband and my, our potential kids, and that's that's the way it is. Hold on, just one second. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fits happens live. The Fit Show. Ooh, Kimberly, what's up? Hey. Dylan, you need to tell Princess to go plunge herself. (laughs) There is nothing wrong with the trays. The trays trays are actually dying. My husband works in construction, and you know what? I love that he comes home dirty and stinky. I hug him no matter what. And, yeah, the trays suck. Any job sucks. You're going to have a crappy day. You're going to have a frustrating day. And if Princess can't back you and have your six, tell her to go plunge herself. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Woo. Thank you, USA! 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 Savannah, make up or break up? Hi. Hi. I just want to say that, like, I think she just doesn't fully understand what it means to be a plumber because it's a bigger job than people realize. Sure. And sure, it's dirty, but my man comes home filthy, and I think it's the sexiest thing ever because I know he did that for me and our future, and he does it for everybody else, too. That is, thank you for sharing. I ain't got a little dirt on my nails. Oh, nails. All right. Uh, Hey, Drew, you you want to get some of these texts while I go through these phones a moment? Well, first off, there is, uh, this is 100% uh, against her. Says he, yeah. he needs to flush her. Did you see that yep. one? Yeah. Yeah. Here's one I found really interesting. There's a lot of people chiming in who say, I am, I am a plumber and here's how much I make. They are very good numbers. There's quite a few people who say, I'm a nurse and my husband's a plumber. There's a lot of that situation out there and they're saying she is crazy. This one right here says, I don't know if it's 100% true, but my friend made $2.1 million last year being a plumber. Yeah. Stop being shallow. Support your man. Angel, make up or break up. What do you think? She's missing the point. I'm so 
I think that she's absolutely missing the point. I think that plumbers have such a great career and they can set themselves up for such a great success. They can also set their families up for a great success. And if she is so shallow that she can't see that, I think that they absolutely should break up. Yeah. You know, like uh, our buddy Mike Rowe from Dirty Job says, these jobs of, of you know, blue-collar uh uh, employment situations, whether it's being an electrician or, I mean, let's go through them, uh, construction. Yeah, plumbing. Uh, welding. welding uh, big money jobs, you guys. Mm-hmm. Big money concrete, jobs. Great futures. Forming. These are the people who built the infrastructure of our nation. And like he was saying, he enjoys it. The problem solving, the challenge, what you see as a dirty job, they see as a challenge and yeah. their career. Listen, uh, you guys are amazing. All the time when we ask for our five-minute heroes to give advice, our P1s give the best advice ever. What's the percentage, Drew? Give us give us the final tally here. What are people saying? It's 100. Yeah. It's 100 that he I, yeah. should dump her. Yeah. Dylan, move on. People are saying you need to be appreciated and supported. Fitz happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by for the Friday edition of Straight Outta Country. I have something special for you today. One of my favorite songs of all time, and I will put it in my top five country songs of all time, is Miranda Lambert's The House That Built Me. You would not believe who performed that with Miranda on the stage. The builder who built her home. No, Drew. But wouldn't that be something? The lady who lives there now? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sorry, we weren't supposed to guess where we... Guy who does the lawn of the house, the builder. <laughs> no. Uh, but wouldn't that be cool, though? I think we should all get him. Any, any Anybody who had anything to do with the construction of the house that built Miranda should sing yeah. with her. But somebody else did, a particular country artist. We'll get to that in minutes with Straight Out of Country. Drew is standing by now with the Friday reality check. What a path and forecasters say increases the chances of a U.S. landfall. The college cheating scandal is shining a new light on the admissions process at the University of Southern California. In spreadsheets sent by an athletics department official, some applicants were labeled VIP. Nearly half. Oh, how do you get to be, uh, get on VIP status? Yes, so all of the applicants listed as VIP were all wealthy donors' children. So, uh, wow. Obviously, people know that things like this have gone on for years with universities. You know, people donate buildings or, or what have you, and they get that status as their kids get into school. But why it's different this time is it's now part of a court case. This is evidence in a court case, particularly one of the individuals who was brought down by the college uh, admission scandal, a Miami developer who was accused of fraud through the scandal. He's now fighting it in court. And his particular defense using these documents is that the universities are not just helpless dupes in this, which has always been their stance since this since this thing started. They said that Rick Singer was the mastermind and the universities didn't know what was going on other than maybe one or two employees here and there. Oh, they're absolutely responsible. Well, they've yeah. been saying they aren't. Well, this is now documentation proving yeah. you know these things are stamped VIP. They're saying the universities were all in on it. Uh, which What's it, amazing is it's like we're not just finding out that money in life gets you things. We've always known that this craziness, this stuff has been going on, but now it's you're, you're saying it's it's documented. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, again, right. so the university is saying, oh, no, this is an outside person acting on us. We didn't know. They were duping us. You know, yeah. They were doctoring things or doctoring tests or admissions, whatever. But now it shows, these documents show that the universities knew who they were dealing with and why they needed to put this person in. Which, could that help Lori Laughlin's case? Because they're just saying, this is how it's done. So this document shows, this is just how it's done. Right, this if you're going to have to come after me, here. you're going to have to go after everybody. Right. That's yeah, going to be no a good thing. Yeah, yep. interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, there you that. go. 
the Friday Reality Check. Fitch Happens Live. Straight out of country. In my opinion, one of the greatest songs of all time, simply because of not only uh, uh, its art musically, but lyrically, and the story it tells is Miranda Lambert's The House That Built Me. I mean, when you think of the definition of a country song, this song for me just fits it. You know what I mean? And Miranda Lambert teamed up with Keith Urban recently to perform The House That Built Me. Um, I'm actually just finding uh, this audio. This was at last month's ACM Honors in Nashville. And uh, you know who sent it to me? Is it? Uh, what, Remember the guy? I know, but we come up with a code name, so I I no, forget. We, which I said his name. real name yesterday. Jesus, Joe. Mm. Well, Joe sounds very code namey. Uh, well, <laughs> let's call him Joe Doe. Joe Doe <laughs> sent me this audio. I'm good friends with his sister Jane. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not, because you don't know who she is. That's right. All Makes me think about my sweet little dog Buckwheat, uh, who's who's still buried in, in in my backyard there. I mean, obviously he wasn't going to go anywhere, but just makes me think about that that first house, first dog for you guys that you know is in that house that built you. Would you say? Do you still? Did, did anybody else have that dog buried in their backyard? Well, oh yeah, I the Great Dane I grew up with. We got her when I was in first grade, and she lived until I went to college. So she's thirteen year old Great Dane. That's how buckwheat was for me. Yeah. yeah, but I I didn't bury her in my yard because she was too big. So my mom had some friends with a farm, and I had to take her out to this farm, and I buried her under a tree. You buried her yourself? Mm-hmm. Wow. It was a, pretty much a person-sized grave. Oh, I imagine. Mm. Big old Great Dane. What about we, you, Clint? Well, we had Mickey the dog, um, several cats, Smokey, Little Boy Blue, and Bubbla are all buried oh. in the backyard yeah, on Shamrock there. Drive in Toledo, Ohio. Oh. It's just a little pet cemetery going on. Yeah, there, there, there is. Yeah, got the gray cat to go along with it. <laughs> <laughs> right or the youngin? Uh, yeah, Buster. Oh, uh, he was a loss off Sue. He passed away when I was like in sixth grade, and yeah. we spread his ashes out in the back garden. Wow. Yep. Wait a minute. Did you ever tell us who this was that sang with her? Yes. Yeah, he did. Did I miss oh, that? Part? Keith Urban. Thanks for have, listening. But it yeah. was. It was Keith, Keith Urban. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was. Yeah. There you go. We just <laughs> we just took you straight out of country and straight into our backyards. <laughs> it happens live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because 
of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. Friday's Freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And, you know, I really enjoy the opportunity to salute all of the men and women who serve this nation in our military. Every job and every branch is an important piece of the military machine that really keeps us all secure. And I don't get many salutes for Coast Guardsmen, but I would love to get more. And the Guardsman's wife who submitted this salute heard us do... Uh, one for, uh, they call them Coasties. Yeah. We actually did the salute for another Coastie recently, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, realized that she wanted to honor her man as well. So today we salute electrician's mate, second class, Carrie Johansson of the United States Coast Guard. EM2 Johansson served in the Coast Guard from 1999 until 2010. Ooh, and, and, and by the way, man, you ever go to YouTube and look at some of the, the stuff the Coast Guard people do? I mean, oh yeah, you're talking about putting it on the line every single day. Oh, it, the, I mean, their battlefield is every day. Yeah. It's the, the waters of yeah. the U.S. every day. Wow. His wife says they met and they fell in love about three years before he got out. She says he was a dedicated guardsman and a great boyfriend who was now a wonderful father and a husband. Carrie entered the Coast Guard a couple of years after high school, originally planning to go into law enforcement. After receiving his electrician's training in the Guard, he fell in love with electricity, and specifically the high-power electrical systems that make modern ships go. And have you seen our ships right now? His wife says the training and experience he got from the Coast Guard has led them to a very wonderful life, and uh, he has a fantastic and very rewarding career in the shipping industry, so she is so proud of her man and his level of commitment to his nation, his family, and his profession. That's why today we are saluting EM2 Carrie Johansson of the United States Coast Guard. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a little third grade class in our Pledge of Allegiance. Ready? If you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, please just go to our, our website, followfits.com. Followfits.com and click on troop salute. Wasn't that cute? <laughs> the Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. As always, if you have any What Are You Kidding Me stories that you'd like to send me, because, I mean, come on, if you're working right now, you're not really working. You're looking for What Are You Kidding Me stories to send me. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Out of a very, very sad statistical study, sliding into the DMs, right? Ooh. Close to half of all millennial women in America have, this is really sad, at some point in their lives received an unsolicited picture of a man's pork and beans. Oh, come on, guys. I have daughters, dudes. Come on. Sickos. You know what's funny is my, uh, my, 
My wife was talking to some of her friends the other day. One of them just recently became single. And she said the second she announced on social media that people from out of nowhere, dude she hasn't talked to in years, started sliding into those DMs like it was a... You know, like a buzzard flying around dead prey in a field. <laughs> what is wrong with us, guys? That is exactly what it is. Is that what it is? It is, it is very much like a buzzard. The, mi- <laughs> the minute you hear a girl is single, somehow the word single equates with desperate and, you know, like going to jump at the first thing. And yeah, but why do guys... But also, here's the thing. You know, like for say, you know, the animal kingdom, like peacocks have like the big feathers that yeah. they show you. And yeah. majestic birds have the bird call in the feathers. Oh, we do that too. Yeah. But don't send us the pork and beans. <laughs> yeah. Don't send that to us. We don't want to see that. Show us what you got in other ways but, with your, your hair or your clothes ooh, or the hair. expensive things. Okay. Don't send the pics. Maybe a new profile picture, but not yeah. that pic. Right. Okay. Maybe, so why do you guys think that the works. second somebody becomes single, that it's a good idea for them to send a woman their pork and beans? Because she's easy. If she's single, she must be ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she just got out of a relationship. I bet she's ready for another one. Right. Yep. But she's not ready <laughs> no, for that, is she? she's not ready no. for yeah, another she's one. Not In ready. fact, it's opposite land. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait, wait a month, then circle. I'm okay. not sure these guys are looking to get her into a new relationship. They're oh, just I looking know. to show her the business. Uh, if, if and, and maybe it leads to something a little shorter term. <laughs> yeah. Right. A little instantaneous. Shorter term is right. You know what? <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, you yeah. don't have to do laundry every night. Yeah. It's okay uh, to take no, nights off No, of it's laundry. not. I disagree with that. Especially not- when you're married. It's important to keep it consistent. If you've seen these pictures that come oh, in, I see what you you're know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And by would. the way, that is not an invite to start sending them to me. Let's no. go to page two. What? what? Are you kidding me? I'll post his number on the page later. Uh, out of <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> your home state, Claire. Oh, yeah. Out of Ohio, a shot in the dark. Uh-oh. This is crazy. An 18-year-old girl in Ohio came home from college to surprise her mom last Friday night. Kids, always a bad idea. Don't ever go into your house late at night trying to surprise people. Her mom was so surprised, she actually thought it was a burglar and oh. shot, shot her. Oh! Luckily, the doubter only got hit in the arm. Okay? Oh. She's going to be okay. Her boyfriend was with her and called 911 directly after it happened. This is the audio, uh, along with the police officer talking about how it all went down. Her boyfriend came home from college, and her mom didn't know, and she, like, honestly, she accidentally shot her, and we don't know what to do. The mother um, was startled by some noises she heard uh, in the kitchen or hallway area. She stated that, you know, the door, the bedroom door opened where she was at, and she had a gun readily available and and, and fired around at somebody coming through the door. Mm, oh. I feel so mm. bad for the boyfriend to have to make that mm. call. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad for the daughter who got shot in the arm. Yeah, I feel bad for the mom. Point. The guilt oh, yeah. is going to be killing her. Yes. But you made a good point. Let your parents know that you're going to be sneaking into the yes. house around Simple midnight. Simple text message coming in the house. Let everybody know that you're going to be yeah. sneaking mm-hmm. into a house in the middle of the night. Come All on. right. There you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Oh, my people say that Lori Laughlin and her husband, Massimo Giannulli, are on the rocks ever since the whole college admission scandal thing happened. Here's what happened. Friends say 
Lori wanted to take a plea deal, like the day it all happened back in April, and just move past the whole thing. But Massimo said no. He said they need to fight it, otherwise it would ruin both their careers, which is happening now anyway. But here's the best thing. Recently, they had this fight over whether they should take a private jet to their most recent hearing. Lori said, that's a bad look. They're coming at us because we're privileged, and we want to take a private jet to court. But Massimo said, no, we can't fly, coach. It will be a zoo. And he won. And now our friends are like, dump him. He's killing your case. Did Prince Harry pick him up on the private jet? <laughs> that, or- was, that was Elton John's jet. So, no. Oh, no. Did, have you not seen the past, like, uh, oh, 17 no, trips they've been taking? Oh, I know. They've been taking private a lot jet. of trips on the jets. But, you yeah. know what? I mean, yeah. come on. It's Harry and... and- and, and, yes, and yeah. they do need a lot of security, and it yeah. would be crazy for them to fly commercially all the time. I agree. Plus, remember, they're on the the uh, public dollar. So if their yeah. security team flies on a commercial airline, that's a lot of money. Whereas sure. if somebody loans them a jet, yeah. you know, that's cheaper for the for the peeps. Yeah. Uh, speaking of transportation, we have more details on the Kevin Hart car accident. Grizzly looking, uh, car, the results of the car when it flipped over. A friend of his was driving way in the Hollywood Hills there. Uh, the 911 audio call, some the woman first on the scene said Kevin was not coherent, can't move, and messed up in his back. But the thing is, he was able to stand up and walk away when his security got there. This thing was right around his house. The 911 call, she actually said that there is something sticking out of his back. Exactly. Mm. And, and we know he had surgery right afterwards. And, and listen, remember yesterday, I was like, something is not right about this. Something seems really, really shady about this. She sounds pretty... I mean, I know she was in a wreck. Right. I mean, but... I don't know. There were reports of them earlier in the day, hot rodding around, right. bunch of craziness. They, police say they weren't drinking. Yeah, police I, say the guy okay. is not drunk. They're not releasing anything yeah. about his condition, the driver. Mm-hmm. He is in bad, bad, bad shape because mm-hmm. they're not they're not even talking about what happened yeah, to him. Yeah, that car was They're just up. saying, I don't know how it's his condition, but he will be cited for some kind of reckless driving or, mm-hmm. or yeah, whatever he's doing. I don't, I don't doing. see anything shady here. This well, It's very easy to lose control in those hills and especially right. when you're driving something that's extremely high-powered but and doesn't necessarily hit Here's what's shady. When your private security picks you up and takes you home instead of an ambulance. I'm sorry. If I'm in a wreck and there's some piece of car metal sticking that's in my I'm back, that's what I'm saying. I'm waiting for an EMT, yeah. not that's- that's what, the security guard. That's what's making me think that there's some other stuff involved yeah. here. I, I, you call, you call nine. You don't call your security to come help you to, to hide right. stuff. You call nine one one. But these guys have these handlers, these security people that do everything for them. That yeah. is your first number you call for anything. That might be the mindset he's in. What's that? What's that? Uh, that show is it on Netflix? Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. You're right. The fixer. To the come, fixer. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Right. Something's going on. Mm. Right. Well, acapella group Home Free. We love them. Uh, they were on. Was it America's Got Talent? What was the one that they that they did? I, all of a sudden, I can't remember. Oh gosh, but they, they, they did Chicken Fry. I mean, they've oh, done so many they're amazing fantastic. songs. We had Lobby Lounge with them up at the Hard Rock a couple weeks ago. Fantastic. They were on uh, today with Hoda and, Je- uh, and Jenna, and they did a cover of Florida Georgia Line's "Cruise." This is awesome. Baby, you a song you make me wanna roll my windows down and cruise down the back row, blowing stop signs through the middle, every little fun town with you. Song, the yeah. sounds, right? Oh, yeah. Boom, Completely a cappella, right? Completely a cappella. Yeah. Love those guys. There you go. You've got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz Files. Fitz Happens Live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. On Instagram right now. What's up? Follow Fitz on Instagram. Drew is here with Claire and Ryder the Youngin. 
Drew is actually a movie expert. I met Drew years ago, about 13-something years ago, in a hot tub. We were at a workout facility. None of us were working out. We were sitting in a hot tub. And uh, some reason, um, I approached him, to, and we started talking about movies. And at that time, I was looking for a movie guy on the show. True story. And I'm like, oh, my God. We're sitting here in a hot tub, but you got to be my movie guy. And then the story began. Yep. So here we are now, ladies and gentlemen. It's Ticket or Skip It, movie number one. Well, here's another story that's carrying on and on and on, and that is the story of Pennywise, the clown, oh. the evil clown, in yes. It Chapter 2. Yes. The only movie this week. No one wants to face Pennywise. Uh, I'm hearing that, yeah, this is um, like this, along with all the talk of Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. Mm-hmm. But this one, from what I understand in the recent poll, came out as like the number one movie that people were waiting on. Yes, a lot of people. It uh, has always been a, a, a popular franchise. It's a Stephen King book. There was the 90s version of It with a bunch of stars in it. Uh, we saw the first one of this It franchise about a year ago, and now they're back. Now, remember, the It story has two parts. The beginning is when they're kids, and they fight Pennywise, and they sort of think they beat him. It's the little town of Derry, right? And, and Pennywise takes kids and drags them to wherever. So it's uh, a little small town. Yeah, a little tiny oh, town. Oh, man. This now is 27 years later. Yeah. The kids have spread around the country. They're off having their lives, but then a little phone call brings them back to Derry to face oh. what they fear most, which is Pennywise. Now, this is gory, bloody, crazy. They come back to take scary. on the clown? That's right, because Ooh. Pennywise is back, and so they're yeah. the ones. They've dedicated themselves. They've committed to each other. They will defeat Pennywise. Why the? I mean, so and let me guess. Pennywise, a clown, probably hasn't aged a bit, right? He's well, been Pennywise just hanging is out. actually a demon. He's disguised as a clown. Oh, but in the original, wasn't he like an alien? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I love this new take on it. Yeah, it, it's all. It's listen. It's good. Is, there is a scene in here that involves what they're claiming is forty-five thousand gallons of fake blood. They're saying it's a record. Now, some oh. people are disputing that, saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this other movie had fifty thousand gallons of fake blood." <laughs> forty-five thousand gallons in a scene. It's crazy. This Scarsgard guy who plays Pennywise. The thing he does with his eyes, where his eyeballs go opposite directions, not CGI. That it's is really an actual him? skill yeah. that actor has. Yes. Now, that's weird. So it maybe he so does scary. really possess a demon. Yes. Is, well, or it, he just has weird eyes. In relation to the dude from True Blood, yes. Alexander Skarsgård. Yep, yes. that's his little yeah. brother. It's his little brother. He's yeah. the youngest Skarsgård. There are three the, or four Skarsgård brother actors. Yeah. He's the youngest. But the what? funny thing is, he's also the ugly. <laughs> well, he's got those eyes. He's the ugly Skarsgård. All the other Skarsgårds are like considered super handsome, and this guy's just kind of, oh, that's that's the other one. My wife, Bethany, the mouth from the south, has a huge huge crush on Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood. Oh, yeah. he's and so, so wonderful. You're going to freak out, Claire. <laughs> yeah, big little eyes. No, oh. do you know Ooh, well, my great-grandfather is like Alexander Skarsgård twin. <gasps> his twin. Really? I cannot wait to show you a picture of my great-grandpa. I'm going to post it, yeah. Because you're a Viking. I'm a straight-up Viking. Yeah. Anyway, Drew, I know that has nothing wow. to do with the movie. Somehow we start talking about the ugly scars guard. Can mm-hmm. I, with all this talk about yeah. it and the movie and all this stuff, can I just, I just want to speak up for everyone who I know is like me who hates clowns. Yes. And I want nothing to do with this movie. I won't, I'm not even going to go to a theater where it's playing because I don't want to see that poster. Yes. Yeah. For right, me, it's that's kind all of the, I wanted to say. <laughs> and for me, it's like I, I have a problem with just scary movies in general. Yeah. First of all, it's beginning of Back to School or what, but. I don't know. Scare. I know it definitely has its audience, right? But oh, yeah. they really just do nothing for me personally. You know what I mean? I know some people really live for the scary stuff. There's a difference between just like schlocky scary movies yeah. and well-made suspense movies, and this is the latter. This, this is a well-made suspense movie. Yeah. It's a Stephen King story. Wow. It's, a, it's a great story. It's a huge, big story. That's why it takes two big movies and spans 27 years. Yes. Okay, name it this movie. It, Chapter 2. Ticket or skip it. Ticket. All right, you get one pick of the week. Obviously, that's it. That's it. Find Drew on his Instagram, and you can follow him at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies, always do Drew.
It's the Fit Show. Oh, yeah. We do this at the end of the show uh, every single day. It's what have we learned today for Friday, September 6, 2019. And wherever you are, this is where you let us know what you picked up from the show. Uh, here's what I learned from Ticket or Skip It today. Drew told us that there's really only one movie coming out this weekend. It's the clown mm-hmm. movie, the It movie. What is it called? It what? It Chapter 2. It Stinks. What's the name of it? It. Oh, Chapter 2. It Chapter 2. And it's you're, quite good. You're saying as far as like scary movies, this is a true, legit scary movie. Yeah, it's, okay. it is. It's, it's, they don't hold back. The, All right. the creme de la creme. No kidding. Yeah. You're going to go see it right at the oh, youngest? this is Stephen King. I can't help but see it. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned in Makeup or Breakup that I'm in the wrong line of work. I need to become a plumber. So if I vanish <laughs> from the airwaves, uh, you'll probably find me under your yeah. sink because they make some bank. Plumbers make that money. Don't let, don't let those blue-collar jobs fool you. They make money. Uh, such respect for electricians, construction people, welders. What am I missing? Steel workers. Steel concrete workers. Concrete workers. Concrete. All the trades. Every single one of them. Plumbers. Mm-hmm. Machinists. Claire, what about you? What have we learned today? Well, I learned, as always, from the What Are You Kidding Me stories, which are so educational, that I need to come up with a different reason why my rent check is late, because lying on the floor pretending I'm dead and hoping the landlord just walks by me does not work. I don't know how that plan was supposed to play out. <laughs> yeah, like the dude really thought, well, the landlord's not going to call anybody. Shoulder right. shrug, walks away, I'm yeah. scot-free. Yeah, just going to leave that body right there and go back to whatever I was, landlord thing I was doing. Well, I guess the tenant's dead. <laughs> Ready the young and what about you? What have we learned today? Uh, uh, today during the What Are You Kidding Me stories, I learned that way too many dudes are sending out pictures of their pork and beans and it needs to stop. It does need to stop. Mm-hmm. Guys, I mean, it's amazing. I hear from my wife's friends all the time. Like, if, if they announce that they're single, instantly, dudes start sliding into the DMs and sending those pic- you know. Nobody needs to see that. No. Ain't nobody got time for that stuff. <laughs> uh, other than that, do you know what's happening this weekend? What? Claire? Besides football? football yes! <laughs> it is football. It is back Actually, back last night. Back last night. Yeah. It is already back. <laughs> so let's watch some football this weekend. Okay. And uh, stay in touch with us on social media. Let's throw out where people can follow us if they want to say what's up to us this weekend. Follow me. Hey, if you like Twitter, find me on Twitter. Follow Fitz with a Z. Two words. Follow Fitz. Drew? Find me on Instagram at Critical Drew. You can find me on Instagram at Claire Beverly Radio or Twitter at Claire Beverly. And I'm on Instagram at Ryder the Youngin. Youngin is spelled Y-O-U-N-G-N. Have a great weekend, you guys. And think big, because you're thinking anyway. Who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.